Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. We are on day seven of our Victory 10-Day Devotional. So if you haven't downloaded it on Amazon, make sure you do so today. You can go to Amazon, search Victory, a 10-Day Devotional by Carrick Butler II, or you can find a link to it in our Faith Plus app. If you haven't downloaded the Faith Plus app, make sure you do so today. It's filled with resources to help you add to your faith. You know, we're focusing on victory because God wants you to experience victory. One of the things we've seen in this devotional is that victory is a gift, and God gives you that gift because he loves you. And so we're renewing our minds to the fact that God wants us to experience victory, and we're building our faith so we can walk in the victory that God has for us that was won through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But before we get into the Word, let's pray. Father, we thank you. Because you are good and your mercy endures forever. We thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you that you daily load us up with benefits. You forgive all of our iniquities. You heal all of our diseases. You redeem our life from destruction. You crown our life with loving kindness and tender mercies. You satisfy our mouth and our ears for good. He calls our youth to renew like the eagles. So we thank you for these wonderful things. And Father, we pray that today as we gather in your name and look in your holy word, that you grant us wisdom and understanding and insights we receive from today exactly what we need so we can live the life you call us to live, the lifestyle of faith. And Father, according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, we pray for those in authority. We pray for the president, the vice president, the cabinet, the administration, the Congress, the Supreme Court, the governors, the mayors, every elected and appointed official in this nation and every nation watching. We lift them up to you right now as you told us to in your word. And we ask that you grant them wisdom and understanding, that you lead them and guide them the way that they should go. We pray they won't be so party conscious, caught up in the left or the right, but they do what's the best for their nation, above all things, put you first. Surrounded with godly counsel, men and women full of faith in the Holy Ghost, who are advising with thus saith the Lord. Send labors across the path to minister the word to them in a way they can receive it. We pray for them, Father, that you deliver them from wicked and unreasonable men, for all men have not faith. We pray that you visit them in dreams and visions, that they have encounters with you. We pray that they yield to the plan of God. And we pray for an outpouring of your spirit upon them, upon our nations, and upon our churches. And we give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Go with me to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. Well, yesterday we began talking about the mentality of a champion. We talked about it in the written devotion as well as on the video. But I want you to look at it a little bit further in 1 John chapter 5. Verse four, for whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the son of God. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Who's born of God? What did the scripture say? Those who believe Jesus is the son of God. If you believe that Jesus is the son of God, that he died, that God raised him from the dead, you've accepted him as your Lord and Savior. Guess what? You've been born of God. You know, Jesus calls it in the gospels. We all see the right as Peter being born again. You've been born again. I like to say this way. You've been born again to win. When you are born again, you are made more than a conqueror through him that loves you. When you were born again, you are made an overcomer. And this verse here talking about the world and the world, what does it mean? It's not talking about the planet. It's talking about the world's systems, the systems of the world. And the systems of this world are backed and infested by demons and demonic power. And it's their power and their strategy is to 
enslave mankind and hold them down and impress their will and their agenda on humankind. That's what Satan tries to do through the systems of this world. But the scripture tells us that we overcome them. Why do you overcome them? Because of how you were born again. You were born again an overcomer. And what, how do you win? What is the victory that overcomes the world? Or how do we win? Another way to say it, faith. Remember, we said victory is a gift. It's a gift God gives us because he loves us. But most oftentimes, he gives us those victories on the battlefields of life. But we have to show up on the battlefield of life. We have to fight the good fight of faith. And as we fight the good fight of faith, as we resist the enemy, God gives us the victory. We receive that victory by faith. We overcome the systems of this world by faith. We win on the battlefield of life by faith. We overcome the enemy by faith. Our faith, our belief, our trust, our confidence in God. So we go forward understanding that we are born again to win. We have to know that the word of God from the Old Testament to the New Testament promises us victory. Victory, another way to say, is part of our covenant. You know, you call the Old Testament and the New Testament. Those are covenant terms. We have a covenant with God. You know, one of the things you see in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6, is that our covenant, the covenant we have with God, this new covenant as believers, where we're the beneficiaries, it's a better covenant based on better promises. You know, what makes a $20 bill better than a 10? The 20 has a 10 in it plus some. You see, the thing is the new covenant we have with God, the new covenant we have in Christ Jesus, has all the good of the old plus all the good of the new. And so we see the good of the old, or one of the good of the old is victory. And we see some of the good of the new, and one of that is victory, as we already said, but thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph, but thanks be to God who always gives us the victory. Victory is a part of the promises that God made to you, that God is gonna give you victory because he loves you. So that means if I have to adopt the mentality of a champion, what do I need to do? I need to be covenant-minded. If I want to win in this life, I have to be covenant-minded. You know, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, it's a very famous story. We know the story of David when he took on Goliath. And so he wasn't going to the battle that day to fight Goliath. He was still a shepherd boy. He was still a teenager. He was at home taking care of his flock. And his father asked him to go deliver food. He asked him to deliver food to his three older brothers and to the captain. And so he is on that day a door dasher or Uber Eats driver. He's not going to fight a giant. He's just going to be a blessing to his family and deliver food to them. And as he's at the battlefield, Goliath comes out. He's been doing this for 40 days and he taunts Israel. He mocks them. He defies them, it says in the King James. And he tells them, give me someone to fight and we'll fight. And whoever wins, the other side will serve the other. And so he is challenging them and mocking them. It says, all of Israel is afraid and runs away from the giant. Now this giant is a bad dude. He's nine feet tall. His armor is over 125 pounds. This is a big, scary, strong dude that no one wanted to fight, not even King Saul. And King Saul was the tallest Israelite. It says he was head and shoulders above the rest, but no one wanted to fight him. Now here comes this teenager delivering food for his brothers and he hears the taunt of Goliath. And then as he hears that, people come up to David and say, did you hear what he just said? And the, and the king says that whoever takes him on and wins, he'll get to marry the princess. The king will make him rich and he'll make his family tax-free. And David said, whoa, 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 so say that one more time. If I take on Goliath and win, I get to marry the princess. I get to be rich. 
I get to be tax-free. He's, what is he doing? We see he accepts the challenge next. He's motivated by the reward. He likes the reward that will come if he takes on Goliath. And then he says something that sometimes we just read over, and some of us might think it's an ancient insult. He says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he would defy the armies of the living God? Now, uncircumcised Philistine is not an ancient insult. What it is, is letting you know that circumcision, as you have studied the Old Covenant, was the sign of the Old Covenant. The sign of the old covenant was circumcision. So David's saying this uncircumcised Philistine is saying, who is this giant with no covenant? Yes, he's coming against us, but he doesn't have a covenant. I have a covenant. So what do we see David, this teenager? What is it? He is covenant minded. He knows that his covenant promises him victory. If you look just 100 or 200 years before David, you see the great victories that were brought in the book of Judges. You see Samson. You see Barak. You see, even before that, Joshua. You see, before that, Moses. God promised them victory, and they had victory in so many miraculous ways. David knew his covenant. He knew the stories of Samson. You see, when he studied Samson, he was still there. Saul was born during the lifetime of Samson. So these things weren't so far away. David knew these stories. He knew what God promised him. He knew the victory that God wanted them to and so knowing the covenant, David made a decision to believe the covenant, which lets me know anybody on that battlefield could have taken down Goliath because it wasn't an issue of a person. It was an issue of the covenant and who dared to believe the covenant. David was the only one on that battlefield who believed the covenant. So the only difference on that day was somebody showed up who had faith in God. David was covenant minded and we know the end of the story. He took down Goliath. But he dared to challenge the Goliaths of his day. He dared to challenge the circumstances, the situation he was facing that day because he knew his covenant. Now go to Romans chapter 4 with me before we close. You're born again to win. You have to adopt the mentality of a champion. You have to know your covenant. You have to know what the word of God promises you. You have to be in the word for yourself every single day. You know, Romans chapter 4 is talking about Abraham. And says, verse 18, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. And being not weak in faith, well, what is weak in faith? He considered, so considering your circumstances, weak faith. He says, he considered not his own body, now dead, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. So being strong in faith is giving God glory and being fully persuaded that what God promised, he's able to perform. David was fully persuaded. He was strong in faith. What is weak faith? Considering your body. Now, consider doesn't mean to think about. That's not what it's talking about. Of course, you can think about your body. You're in your body. He didn't say Abraham didn't think about his body. He had to feed his body, take care of his body, all the normal natural things that you have to do. What does that word mean? It means to fill your mind with. So he, Abraham did not fill his mind with his lack of ability when it concerns having a child. He didn't fill his mind with how old he was and how impossible it was. What did he fill his mind with? The covenant promise that God said, I'm going to give you a child. David was the same way. He had filled his mind with the covenant 
So my question for you today is, what is your mind filled with? Are you filled with all your issues, all your drama, all your problems, all your circumstances, all your situations, all the bad things people have said about you, all the negative things people have said about you, all the bad reports you received, all the bad things you see in the world around you on social media and the news. Is that just what's filling your mind? Or you feel, have you filled your mind with what God said about you? What the word of God promises you? What the word of God says you can do through God? You have to make a decision what you consider. And when you make a decision what you consider, that's how you'll know whether you be strong in faith or weak in faith. You can take on the Goliath in your life today. Goliath must fall. But he falls because someone who believes their covenant steps up and fights the good fight of faith. One of the things you see at the end of 1 Samuel chapter 17, David tells Goliath, he's talking back to Goliath. We'll talk about it later in this devotional. He said, God will give you into our hands. See, David understood this principle. Victory is a gift, but he still had to fight the good fight of faith. He still had to run at the giant. He still had to put the stone in the sling and sling it. And God took care of the rest. So make a decision to consider the word of God over your feelings, over what's going on, over your emotions, over the bad report, over every circumstance or situation. And believe your covenant and that you'll have victory no matter what you're facing today. Something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Renew your mind with the word of God. Get in the word today and learn your covenant. If you haven't downloaded the 10-day devotion, do so today and read the scripture recommended reading for today. The 10-day devotion, you'll be able to find it on Amazon. You'll also find a link to it on the Faith Plus app. Love you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Remember, this is your season for winning and victory. Fight the good fight of faith and win. God bless.